Feeling in touch with your religious side? Wanting to rid yourself of sin? It's your lucky day because God is a trans woman, woman. Sasha Sidek. And Jesus is non binary, binary, binary. Jacob Gamble. Join, Join us on Queering the Air every Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Queer and trans, arts, politics, pop culture, and everything in between. Only on Tracy R. Community Radio. Come worship at the altar of your queerness desires. We would like to acknowledge that this event and all of the work that we undertake as a crew happens on a stolen land. We wish to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the traditional custodian of this land we call now Melbourne. We pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We also would like to extend our respect to our trans elders past and present. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Curing the Air with Sasha Sidek. And uh, my pronouns is she, because I will never be her. Today is the last day of the Noidoc Week, 9th of July. If any of my listeners who don't know what Noidoc Week is, Noidoc um, stands for National Aboriginal and Islanders Day Observance Community. Committee, sorry. National Aboriginal and Islanders Day Observance Committee occurs annually in July and celebrates the history, culture uh, and the achievements of the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people. And NADOC is celebrated not only in Indigenous community but by Australian all over the country and overseas. And today's episode is all about the NADOC week where I get to experience a couple, no actually three, um, of the events um, that was happening here in NAM. Um, I was, uh, I got to go to the NADOC Pride Gala that was last Thursday. Uh, evening that was amazing. I'll tell you more about what happened in the ballroom. <laughs> and I also um, went for my NADOC March um, this year. This is my second year with my sister, Miss Catalina. Shout out to my sister, Miss Catalina, who is actually at my mother's house, uh, Mama Latoya, and all the Pacifica family there having lunch without me. <laughs> because I have to be here at the radio station uh, to keep y'all company. But um, I hope Mama Latoya will keep some uh, for me later. Uh, maybe I'll come later or maybe tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> but I hope you guys uh, are tuning in to uh, my channel um, right now and, um, and listening to um, this episode while you eating fabulous food at Mama Latoya's place. And also, uh, me and Miss Catalina also, we get to uh, experience the NADOC concert at the Federation Square on that same evening on Thursday, uh, sorry, Friday evening. Yeah, so Thursday was the gala, Friday. Friday evening, um, where um, 
amazing, amazing um, lineup by uh, the Indigenous um, and Torres Strait Islanders um, uh, artists. So um, I'll play some uh, uh, later on. And also we have a lot of, uh, not a lot, I mean, I have a few. <laughs> I always use that word a lot. But I do have a few uh, speeches uh, from our respected elders uh, from the march as well, which I'm going to play later on. And um, I hope you stay tuned. We're going to be a jam-packed, fabulousness of NADOC week. I'm going to play a song by Electric Phil and um, and when we come back we will discuss more on what's to come.
Last Thursday, um, 6th of July, the community gathered to celebrate the show gratitude to our elders since um, the NADOC uh, week 2023. The theme is for our elders um, at Fitzroy Town Hall in Fitzroy. And I had the privilege to go um, uh, this year. This, this was my first year that I get to experience um, NADOC Pride Gala. Um, so yeah, Vic, uh, Victorian NADOC Pride Gala uh, presented prophylix speakers, performances, artists from the Black LGBTQIA plus community by Grassroots for Grassroots. We love everything about grassroots here in um, 3CR. And um, they welcome First Nation LGBTQIA plus community to celebrate our elders and cultural historical existence. They also welcome um, anyone who has been staunch with the black LGBTQIA plus community. Um, so for over two decades, the Korea LGBTQIA plus community has been organizing nights through Victorian uh, NADOC to celebrate their blackness and beauty. Throughout the years, um, this event have evolved into what we know now as Pride Night, a celebration of culture, family and acceptance. The Vic NADOC Pride Gala provide an opportunity for the Kuri LGBTQIA plus community to come together and celebrate their identity in a safe space. In 2023, that is this year, um, they wanted to honour our elders in line with the NADOC theme for our elders uh, by hosting the gala night uh, that offered full accessibility requirements and comfort for respected elders. Amazing, amazing. Um, you know, I actually really wanted to go to the NADOC um, Pride Gala event um, and um, I brave up myself and I thought I'm just... I'm just going to do it this year. And I actually um, waited on the day itself um, uh, uh, to see if there's any tickets were still available as I wanted to respect the fact that this color focus on the indigenous community. And I was lucky enough, um, I managed to find a few remaining tickets. So I bought and I just... Uh, put on my fabulous outfit. Um, you know, I love to glam out all the time. So I'm uh, quickly and just assemble um, my old outfits and make it new and head my way down to the gala night. So it was raining um, when I was on the way there. I was like, oh my God, how my hair got to mess up and stuff. So, but there wasn't a queue. Um, I, I think I came, uh, they said the door was open at 5.45. I wasn't sure whether um, they're going to wait people just to come in. You know, usually they will have like an hour or an hour and a half for people to mingle around. So I thought um, I was just going to come um, when the show almost started. I didn't know what times it's going to start. So, <laughs> so, um, and I also got stuck um, um, at the traffic uh, down on St. Kitty Road. I said, oh, my God. Um, it was almost half an hour um, in that Uber on the way um, from St. Kitty Road just to Flinders Street um, uh, a station there. And there was, yeah, the traffic was so slow. It was raining and and I was miserable in that um, Uber. But I, I, I ended up... Um, getting there and there was no line so I just walked in and my first impression was wow this is so amazing you know there was uh, the mood lighting and the decoration the vibe the atmosphere was amazing that was just two seconds in and then 
someone um, on the microphone said, is that Sasha Sidek walking in? I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, who knows me? I didn't even know who actually mentioned my name. But when I came closer to my table, um, um, near near to the stage, um, I saw it was BB Backhouse was on stage um, with the microphone. <laughs> BB Backhouse, shout out to you. Amazing, amazing humans. Uh, we became friends, um, um, I guess this year, um, through his fiance, uh, Jeremy. Uh, shout out to Jeremy as well, who's... Um, uh, who has been amazing in championing our community and keeping our community safe. Um, yeah, so we were at house on the stage, uh, reading poems, amazing, amazing, um, uh, person who, who had a book, um, also, um, and wrote some poetry on there. It's amazing about his live experiences. So shout out to you both. Um, yeah, so I came in. I got my table and, you know, there's, uh, uh, the table, I didn't even get to see uh, people right and left. I was pretty much embarrassed already <laughs> walking in because my name was shouted. But, yeah, so I sat down. I was starving at the same time, too. I was waiting um, because I thought, oh, there's going to be food at the event. So I just didn't um, have much food at home. So I got there, food was already being served. The person next to me, I'm sorry, I didn't get your name, uh, was like, help yourself to the food, help to the salad, help to the chicken. And so welcoming. You know, I don't know this person, but they dress really well, by the way. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it was amazing. And then um, when I sat down there, I saw table six, um, all the familiar faces like Manu from Many Colored Skies and John Cassidy as well was there. So I felt like, oh, I know someone there too. So cool. And um, yeah, <clears throat> so the event was uh, uh, hosted by Cerulean. Um Amazing and amazing uh, Indigenous uh, drag queen, um, a very close friend of uh, my boo, uh, Jacob Gamble. Um, yeah, so um, so we I got to see a, a, a lot of our, um, familiar faces there. That was really nice. Like Too Juicy was there, you know, um, and a few others. And um, I also get to um, get the opportunity to converse with some of our respected elders that were sitting behind me. They were so funny and uh, so welcoming. So I thought I'm just going to, you know, being cheeky and talk to them. They were so cute. I mean, you know, sometimes this is why this year's um, theme was... I was so excited about it because I've been using my platform to amplify the forgotten generation voices, especially our trans elders' voices, all elders' voices, especially with the LGBTQIA plus community. And so when I saw that the theme this year for our elders, I got really excited because it's something that um, it's so close to my heart. It's something that I want to amplify their voices and celebrate them. So yeah, I like... To be honest, I love hanging around with the elders because I love listening to their life experiences because it's so inspirational for me. And also, I love their humors. They are funny. Okay, they have humors. They don't take things so seriously because it's their generation. Um, it's totally different from um, the new generation now. They do not take things too seriously, even though it's very serious. But they said, you know what? I still live and still kicking till today because I got through that. So, you know, it's, that's why um, 
always enjoy <laughs> sitting um, uh, with a cup of coffee or lunch with the elders and listen to their stories. It's either um, the LGBT community or outside of the LGBT community. So, yeah. Um, our, you know, um, there's going to be more. Um, like I said, I always use my platform to amplify their voices. So I would love if any of your listeners who are, uh, consider yourself an elder. Sometimes I, I, sometimes I say that an elder is not about how old you are. I think it's about how long about your live experiences, as especially as a trans elders. I would be considered my as a trans elders too because I've lived and as a transgender woman for a very very long time. Okay, <laughs> so um, just that um, I I guess um, my 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 lifestyle is not like an elder. I always, I still go out and the people that I mix around with is sometimes. Uh, a lot younger than me. So sometimes people are just like, oh my God, is that your age? But I'm not at all. It's just that my life experience is pretty old because I start off a very at a very, very young age. I left home at a very, very young age to find my identity and who I was at that time. So yeah, so like I said, um, elders for me, um, the word elders, uh, I expand it to people who have lived experience. It's not about your age. Uh, it's all about your lived experiences. Okay. So if you are listening today, uh, please get in touch with me. Um, you can find me at, um, querying the air on Facebook and Instagram. Just private message me and I would love to have you on the show and. You can tell your stories. I'm pretty sure you have a lot of good story to tell uh, for our listeners to hear. So, um, yeah. So later on, I've been talking a lot today because um, I'm, like I said, I'm very excited about the theme for our elders, <laughs> and um, I have a few speeches um, that I took from the uh, from the NADOC uh, week March um, last Friday and I'm glad I get to um, record the speeches because I would love to play some of it um, on our episode um, today. So um, I'm going to play another song um, and uh, this is by Mitch Tambo and, um, and then we'll come back and we'll discuss more about NADOC week 2023 for our elders. <laughs>
That is Mitch Tambor, You're the Voice, another talented artist, indigenous artist that I've been following. I thought he's amazing. <laughs> I saw him on TV and I've been following and buying his um, albums uh, on my uh, on my playlist. <laughs> and um, but I got to meet him in person last Friday. Um, yeah, literally like 500 meters away uh, from each other. But before I got into um, the NADOC uh, march this year, I forgot to tell you that I also received um, the Deadly Fam Sash at the um, NADOC Pride Gala um, last Thursday night. To be honest, um, I was, um, when, when, when my name was called, I didn't even hear my name was called because I was... Um, having a deep conversation with my friend um, and then only realising that I needed to go to pick up my sesh when Too Juicy, shout out to Too Juicy, um, and um, to to get up and go and pick up my sesh at the front. Oh my God. And you know what? When I went out there, I was like still confused what, what was the award for. <laughs> so I was just thanking everyone. I'm still super confused, smiling, saying like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad I, I was I, I came tonight." But still thinking, I did not know what I was receiving until I sat down and had uh, and reflect on everything that I felt a bit of a twinge of a guilt because I'm Asian and um, I shouldn't be receiving an award or a sash or uh, you know given to me that night because. Because that night was uh, was was focused for the indigenous community, and I want to respect that. So, um, you know, I was sitting there, of course, with a big smile, but the guilt kicked in, and realizing that I just received an award for Deadly Fam, um, and beautiful sash. Um, shout out to Natasha who created that that um sash. Uh, it was um. Uh, it was a soft black velvet and also uh, the blink of all these uh, jewels. Um, I think it was a pink jewels, I think. It's either pink or magenta or maybe almost like an orange. So, yeah, it was so beautiful. And um, and I was talking to a couple of friends and said, like, I don't think I, I should bring this set home. But, you know, because I was feeling guilty and... Um, but they told me, you know, I need to cherish it because it was chosen um, upon me by the indigenous community themselves. Um, and you know what? You're right because they chose me um, that night. And um, and I'm deeply honored to have received this gift. And it's something that I will treasure treasure for the rest of my life. And you know what? I've, I've already been thinking about um, even considering framing it because this is my first... <laughs> NADOC Pride Gala, and I even received an award. Uh, I, I don't know if it's an award, it's just a sash, um, just an acknowledgement of me. Thank you, the Indigenous community, and thank you for acknowledging that. Um, and I love working with you guys. Um, yeah, and I will continue working alongside you, and um, yeah, um, for the rest of my life, I think, because I like to advocate for people of colour, indigenous people, the people of this land that um, we're standing on. Um, okay, so 
that set, <laughs> I need top uh, Pride Gala. Um, I uh, I would love to come again next year. Uh, because it was amazing. It was a fun night. Um, show amazing. That is the real word for it. Show amazing. You know. Um, and um, if anyone's who wants to. Uh, join me. Um, let me know <laughs> next year if you're non First Nation uh, people. Uh, maybe we can. Um, you know, we can try and get tickets at the uh, on on the day itself because we want to respect that this event is focused for the Indigenous community. Okay, so um, l- we're gonna talk more uh, in relation to the. Um, NADOC March, which was held uh, in Nicholson Street. Um, Usually it will be in Nicholson Street um, in Collingwood. I'm pretty sure it's Collingwood or Fitzroy. I think it's Collingwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so um, that would be, uh, that was last Friday. You know, I I still remember last year when we got there, um, it was pouring rain. But that doesn't stop us. I was drenched. It was cold and raining. I didn't have an umbrella. Me, Miss Catalina, Tony K. Fritton, um, Jacob Gamble. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a few others. I still remember. We were drenched. <laughs> but you know what? We were, we, we, were, um, we were doing that in spirit because everybody was still walking, you know. And I'm, I'm, I'm just so glad that I got to do that. That was my first year. It felt very empowering for me to walk uh, alongside the Indigenous people last year and also this year and um this year the weather was amazing it was sunny it wasn't that cold and um yeah and um and this year is all about for our elders and we have um a few uh our elders giving uh speeches this year which is amazing and then they brought into after the, after the um the, the the march and all the speeches and then they brought the party to Federation Square for the concert. But I'm gonna play one um the first uh speech that was um on at uh, last Friday at the NADOC March. Um have a listen. Stan Dryden, I'm a Wotherong man and I'm here to pay my respects to the elders past and present. There's a lot of people here today and we've all got our ancestors that walked this walk before us. We've been doing it for thousands of years and we're here today in front of Parliament House. I want to give us all a moment of silence to think of those people that have walked this land before us. And I want to pay my respects to the young people that are here today as well because one day they're going to be the future leaders. And us as elders today, we're here today to set an example on where we need to be going. And that's what it is for me. I'm going to play the Yadaki. And then I want to have a minute silence after that. And we pay our respects to the people of this land. And I want the police to pay the respects to us as well, because they work with my community. And I want them to have a to stand with in to stand up and with respect to the people that walked on this land before us. Because a lot of our people have had this, we've had a lot of trauma in our country. I know my uncles and aunties have been for a lot of trauma. And they've, and they've had a lot of experiences with the police of this country. There's Aboriginal law here too. And that's it's the oldest law in the world. So I'd like the, the police that are standing behind me to stand to attention to my people of this land. Thank you. 
Believe it or not, brothers and sisters, the best is yet to come. Believe me, it's coming. Thank you. How special was that? Thought I love seeing so many black fellas standing at the front of these steps and having ceremony. Um, I would like to uh, welcome up uh, our Elder of the Year, Alan Thorpe. And also uh, Ada Pedersen to speak to you all. Today is a very special day for all us all. Today we, we say what was taken from us as Aboriginal people on this land. And this land is ours, it's never been ceded. I also want to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land throughout Australia, continuing connection to land, culture and community. We pay our respects to our elders past, present, and we share our stories and educate the wider community. Our strength together as one unites us and makes changes to the system that are not working for us. We want the system to work for us, not for them. In 2023, the theme of for our elders, we acknowledge all the elders across generations and those elders have played so much to build our culture and keep that knowledge and wisdom alive. NADAC, for me, it's immersively um, significant to me because it's where we come together and we share a purpose of breaking down cultural barriers and embracing the opportunity to learn from one another. In essence, NADAC is a time of black joy, community and cultural revitalization and preservation. It serves as a reminder of the strength and the resilience, a platform 
for a mob to come together, connect, hold space, heal and be joyful. And that's what I see we're doing today. We're coming here, we're holding this space safe for us so we can have our conversation and change what we need to change to the system that works for us, not against us. Thank you very much. See deadly, Happy Hayrock, everyone. My name's Alan Thorpe, I'm a Gunai man, and um, I just want to acknowledge country, the Rundry people, and uh, just before I got here, I, I drove down Fitzroy, Gertrude Street, Fitzroy, just before I had goosebumps, just to think about the memories, the legacies, and the elders who paved the way before us. What about a what about a what about a clap for the elders who paved the way for us? How lucky are we to be standing here today without them, mate? A look at the elders in the crowd. What about a big clap for the elders in the crowd today? And how could you not get excited about the future? The future elders. What about a clap for them? Isn't it good that we can acknowledge our elders? and not forget them, because they, they guide us, they nurture us, they've paid their trailblazers, and they've, they've just given us what we've got today. Just think about the elders in your family, the significant people, the elders who've, who've gone before you, and what you've learned from them and the teachings, and how precious they were to you. It's an opportunity to really reflect and think about them people. feel really overwhelmed. Um, I feel like I'm a baby elder. <laughs> I got... It's okay to have your old plates, eh? you got to start with something. It's a huge transition, but, you know, that's, that's the reality of it, you know. I'm looking forward to the next transition in my life and hopefully mentor, support, guide, nurture and do all the things that was, were given to me and are precious to me. For me, what I would... I want to walk away because, for me, what I want to take away, it's, it's one of the highest honours to be, be looked at and, and seen as an elder, I reckon. It's one of the most precious things that you could, you could be seen as in community. And for me, the elders represent the burning, the fire, the element, the future. And for me, that fire is burning. And so I want to take that fire and make sure that flame doesn't, doesn't go out, eh? Because that's, that's what elders have done for us, that resilience. But that element of the fire is just so significant. So my job, what I wanted to take away and make a commitment is to make sure the voices of the elders are heard, seen, hey, up front. Let's keep them up front. We've got that, we've got that responsibility. And, I, and I, I, I want to set up an elders council. I want to set up an elders council that are going to represent that. And so I, I make a commitment with the elders' guidance and support is to make that commitment to make sure we get that because the elders' voices are so important to our people. So thank you. Have a good NAIDOC week. It's so amazing to see so many people 
and non-Aboriginal people walking with us, beside us. Thank you, and have a great, have a great day. Shout out to our um, elders of the years. Um, wow. <laughs> I was tearing up listening to the last um, speaker because this is what I mean. I'm so passionate Oof. about amplifying our elders' voices. Oh, so sorry I got choked up there. <laughs> Um, I was just thinking of my mom, my grandma, my mentors who have paved their ways to have to for me to have a better future. So thank you to all our elders for uh, paving your ways for us to have a better future and for us to live a bit more comfortable today. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, um, I'm going to play um, another... Um, um, speech from another speaker. Yeah, here he is. Well, it is deadly turnout. My name's Jason Kelly. I'm a muddy, muddy, wamba, wamba man. And today, today I get to wear three hats at once. Uh, I'm a sovereign warrior. I'm an elders representative at, um, for Mungo, the Landra Lakes Ward Heritage Area for, for the muddy, muddy. And I'm um, recently reappointed to the First People's Assembly as a Northwest Committee elected rep. Today, I'm wearing glasses I'm getting older. Secondly, I'm, I'm reading off notes today because I've got a time limit. And I didn't want to make I made sure I hit all the points. Normally, I don't do this. But today, I speak for Mungo Lady, Mungo Man and Treaty. Mungo Lady, Mungo Man are the voice for all Australians. They are our first known clever people, our first elders and our first voice. They came back and it was their voice that told the world through science what we've always known. We know also that the Crown was well as colonising Mother Earth by crimes against humanity and that although some countries had gained their independence, let's not forget, even by 1952, when Queen Elizabeth II took the throne, there were still over 70 countries colonised that existed in the empires overseas. Let's not forget the first treaty between Wurundjeri and Batman was declared void by the Governor of New South Wales, Richard Burke, and how he, how he dismissed it under the lie proclaiming terra nullius, the lie that we don't exist. Let's not forget how first peoples across entire Mother Earth were invaded and slaughtered under the doctrine of discovery, which provided the framework for Christian explorers in the name of their sovereign, the Crown, to lay claim to territories in uninhabited by Christians and falsely claimed sovereignty. Mungo Lady and Mungo Man are our first clever people who came back for us we told the world of the complex ceremony of our culture, which proved the, the ceremonies of our burials, which proved to the world we, the first people of the continent known as Australia, are the world's oldest continuous living culture, and we have a relationship with the Creator, with God, 
40,000 years before Abraham, the patriarch of all religions, including Judaism, Christianity and Islam. In a year, we are discussing a voice and a NADOC theme for our elders. Mungo Man and Mungo Lady are our first known elders. They are our first known and accepted voice. Their voice must not be silenced. They must be honoured. For well over 40 years, the elders of the three tribes of Mungo, Muddy Muddy, Nyampa and Barkindji, have been calling for respectful reburial of Mungo Lady and Mungo Man with appropriate cultural memorials. And once again, at our last Aboriginal Advisory Group or First Peoples Group meeting uh, about two months ago, we reiterated that again. We, the First People of Mungo, the Muddy Muddy Nyampa and Barkindji, have been calling for an international education slash culture centre, keeping place and memorials for Mungo Man and Mungo Lady. Mungo, in the words of my grandmother Alice Kelly, 1988 National NADOC Aboriginal Person of the Year, said Mungo is a place where the breath of the greatest spirit is still alive and tangible today. Mungo must be supported as a place of pilgrimage for all the First Peoples of Australia and the world. After all, we are all Indigenous to Mother Earth. We call on the Federal Government and all governments to honour Mungo Man and Mungo Lady and all the ancestors of the Willandra Lakes World Heritage Area support us to build a world-class international education culture centre and ensure Mungo is a voice and the Centre for Truth-Telling, where we begin the Australian story. Ensure the free traditional tribal groups have a pathway to fulfilling our obligations in accordance of the United Nations Declaration of the Rights of Indigenous People. And Mungo is protected and preserved for all Australians and all future generations. We want us all to say together, on a Mungo man, on a Mungo lady. Now I'm moving on the treaty. So, as a North West Community Elected Representative for the First People of Assembly, we know we're going into negotiations, but there's got to be a few things that have got to happen first before we, we go into any decisions regarding negotiations. One, the elders' voice must be fully established. Our elders are the holders of law, and if we're to negotiate a treaty on an even footing, then we must first establish the elders' voice, who will define the bare minimum standards of what our law is, at a state level, while also respecting each and every nation within the state will determine what law is for them when negotiating local treaties. The first treaty also must be between Aboriginal Victorians and registered Aboriginal parties who hold reserve seat status on the First People's Assembly of Victoria. We must ensure all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are afforded the appropriate level of respect to practice their own culture, just like the old days when our nations came together at designated meeting places. We're in Melbourne on Wurundjeri country. Today, this is a meeting place. We must also ensure we elevate and protect the voice of grassroots Aboriginal Victorians, grassroots. The government has mandated our orgs follow their bureaucratic processes to receive their funding this has led to processes that ensures management has control, and that control is contrary to self-determination. 
It has inadvertently led to the creation of silos of empires and allowed for our own order to the control of a community rather than community control by directors applying oppressive practices that allows them to control the membership. The government has given ACO directors free power over community by allowing them to bring in model rules that reject eligible members of membership without the need to provide a reason. This is not in accordance with direct obligations of acting in the best interest of our organisations, considering our principles of community-initiated and community-based. Because if it's not, it's community-imposed. This is not self-determination, this is oppressive practice. This is not about taking down our ACOs, this is about returning our ACOs to community. Government must immediately put protections in to ensure self-determination the grassroots community do have ownership and responsibility for own affairs. Treaty must also be given its proper respect and be taken out of Aboriginal affairs and placed in the hands of the First Peoples. One more. Nearly there. Taken out the First Peoples Assembly and placed in the office of the Attorney General. Treaty is about justice, and our law must be given as a minimum equal to their law when it comes to negotiations. Our law must be respected, and we must be dealing directly with the Attorney General's office. As the Crown, or the lawman, or woman, after all, it's the Attorney General's role as representative of the public interest, who has the supervisory powers over criminal offences. Treaty will be considering recommendations from Yorok, based on evidential facts and findings and putting an end to the ongoing persecution of Aboriginal Victorians. We are dealing with genocide. We are dealing with crimes against humanity. Australia, and that also means Victoria, is a member of the International Criminal Court. Treaty must be done under that lens and to do so requires giving our law the respect of being placed in the Office of the Attorney-General. John Howard actively campaigned against the United Nations Declaration of Rights of Indigenous People when it was ratified by the United Nations, which led to Australia alongside America, Canada and New Zealand also voting against it because he found it gave too much weight to customary law. Customary law is the international standard for recognition, recognising Indigenous law. Our law, Aboriginal law. It took a federal Labor government to endorse UNDRIP while we commend the state Labor government for committing to treaty, let's not shy away from calling them out on undermining Aboriginal law by placing it beneath the office of their law and their lawman's office. So let's send a cloud clear message to all governments and the First People's Assembly. On a Mungo man and Mungo lady. Let's ensure UNDRIP into Victorian legislation now. This is something we don't need a referendum for. This will ensure all Aboriginal Victorians collectively and individually have a, have a protected, have a law, protect, a voice protected in law. That's a good faith step to show that the government is serious about voice and treaty. Victorian government has precedent on this with establishing the Equal Opportunity Human Rights Commission and enshrining United, United Nations international human rights policy into state law. Let's do the same with UNDRIP and that does not require a referendum. So, in accordance, and also, in accordance with Victorian Avenue Affairs Framework, definition of self-determination, elevate and protect self-determination. We demand grassroots ownerships and responsibility in our ACOs. 
grassroots in our echoes and get treaty into the Victorian general general. Chakawood on the medal, Chakarula Bangola Bangal morning. We are all together as one and we stand here today and we'll run to every country. Thank you. Trinity is just this, here, here. Thank you so much for your wise word and demand for what you want with the government. Um, there were a lot of um, Asian um, people, Asian from Asian background, was marching on Friday. And it, it makes me feel good that my people are, are acknowledging and um, and and took their time to march with the Indigenous people um, on Friday it was really really nice to see that because I don't think there was many last year. I d- maybe I didn't see them, but um, um, there was a few. But this year was a lot more Asian people um, came to march together with their family, with their kids. Um, that was really nice. Um, yeah, because I always keep telling my family members and my family fam- members' friends and my Asian friends, like you know, we need to acknowledge. Um, whose land this belongs to. A lot of people who come to Australia, they always just assume this land belongs to a white people. But it's not. There's history into it. If you actually take a bit of time to learn about the history, um, then you have a bit of knowledge about um, uh, whose land this belongs to. Speaking of, um, there is actually um, the Eid al-Adha um, uh, event that is actually happening right now at Victorian Pride Centre. So if you're listening and you think uh, you want to experience a bit of uh, Muslim culture, it's not a religious-based uh, uh, event. It's about um, celebrating culture from different different Muslim backgrounds. There will be, uh, it's all about food sharing, community building, um, uh, uh what is this? Uh, <laughs> I should know this because um, I helped to organize this as well. Oh my god! Okay, comedy, comedy building, food sharing, live performances, and storytelling. Duh. So um, yeah, if any of you who are Muslim backgrounds with our uh, LGBTQIA plus uh, Muslim background or ex-Muslim background or non-Muslim even. Head down to Victorian Pride Centre. Um, they will be uh, on till 6 p.m., 6 or 7 p.m. Yeah. So, yeah, go and experience. Uh, you don't have to bring anything. Just rock up there because there's going to be a lot of food. Uh, shout out to my um, amazing human being, Budi, um, from Thorn Harbour, who also organised this event. Um, he was busy with the Thorn Harbour Gala uh, yesterday and last night and then he got to get up today uh, and and work on this event um, at Victorian Pride Centre. So shout out to you. Shout out to Aisha who are uh, championing as well this event who um, also funded most of the... Um, for this event. And shout out to us. I want a big shout out to especially the volunteers. The volunteers uh, who, without you, this will never happen. So you have volunteered your time, energy, um, and of course money as well because you'll be driving around picking up stuff and no one actually offered to pay for their um, 
uh, petrol, so money involved. So yeah, I, I just want to acknowledge that um, um, to the volunteers. Um, thank you for your kindness and and um, always wanted to help out. Um, with uh, these kind of events And also to the attendees um, This is for you um, I guess without you There will be no event <laughs> So uh, shout out to you guys as well um, Yeah, thank you for Always supporting um, Our events uh, And also I want to shout out To the people that Always been supporting me uh, Since day dot You know, sometimes when I first started doing all this, I don't know what I was doing, but you know, I just want to bring joy to the community. That's all I want to do because that's what I think that was my calling to bring joy to the community and, you know, and let people celebrate however they want to be celebrated. So we create a safe space for them to celebrate. Um, for for themselves and with everyone else. That's how I see it. So other people will do events um for different reasons, but that would what that would be definitely my reason. So yeah, shout out to the LGBTQIA plus Muslims who organize this event Eid Al Adha. Um, it's uh is already started, so it's like two p.m. to six p.m. So if you're just listening to this, um, go head down to Victorian Pride Center in um Fitzroy Street, St Kilda, and go enjoy. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna play a song uh, before uh we leave. Um. Uh, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Oh, wait. I forgot to uh, update you with the concert that uh, me and Miss Catalina went on that NADOC uh, march. After the NADOC march, there was a concert at uh, Federation Square. And it was amazing. It was There's a lot of um, amazing, amazing Indigenous artists. I don't know some of them, um, but Mitch Tambo, of course, um, he's very popular. He's famous. <laughs> when we came there, he was on stage already. So he was playing his song. He was singing and bringing all the crowds in. And then while we were standing there, oh, of course, BB Back House is uh, one of the organizers <laughs> over there. And he came up to us and, um, yeah, and, um, and hang out with us for a little bit. And we stayed till the end, till 6 p.m., till the last one was Tan- Tania from Queensland. Um, shout out to you as well. I don't know who you are. But you make amazing music with your uh, band members So um, you got a new fan here now So yeah, and Bianca, the host uh, You're always looking amazing all the time Shout out to you as well So um, I don't know the name of the hip-hop group But they were amazing um, the indigenous uh, hip hop group, um, yeah, they bring the life um, to the crowd. So uh, shout out to you guys as well. So yeah, hopefully um, there's going to be again um, March and then a concert again next year. Hopefully, fingers crossed, because that was uh, that was a good. It was a good turnout. So yeah, how can you not do it again? Right <laughs> Alright so I'm going to leave you A song by Barker, Um And um, Next up is Salam Radio Love. My ex call me toxic Call me King Brown Well if I'm so toxic Why are you ringing now You think you're a man This is my house I'm sorry Where the fuck is my crown now Got your new do 
she a fan bitch That's only standard She demanding I respect him Hand lined up at Centrelink Demanding for a check Come as far wouldn't come for him I'm coming for his neck I'm so sorry but it's time to rain down on a bitch Nah, I ain't sorry I asked Maury who the baby daddy me Tears pouring sorry baby You can't baby mama me And I'm sitting back here yawning Cause I'm living drama free And they keep running back to me Cause Bark is a beast Honey, you brown You ain't fucking with me Levels to this rap shit And since when in creative one King Kong, now you can call me King Brown Put me on your ringtone and make sure that it ring loud I see independent titters who all make me big proud I ain't going back to nothing too windy for ghost towns Ah, and I ain't saying I don't believe in love I'm just saying I don't believe you, dog Call me King Brown, you ain't fucking with me now Came too far just to go back down Call me King Brown, making money out my mouth Yeah, spark a bitch and this is my fucking house Call me King Brown, you ain't fucking with me now Came too far just to go back down Call me King Brown, making money out my mouth 